we're, we're all then and now such close friends, family. It was a pleasure to, to go to work in quotes work, you know, you're doing what you love with people you care about and you're working with people who are incredible there didn't come better than larry gelbart for example what a what a talent gene reynolds with his hi everyone and welcome to special simulcast of the neil haley show and celebrity interviews live from the grotto with greg hannah greg what's going on man how are you doing fantastic neil how are you Fantastic. And our guest today, I'm so excited. Uh, we all know her as Hot Lips Houlihan, Loretta Swit. Uh, Loretta, thanks for stopping by. How are you? I'm terrific. Thank you. Just terrific. All right, Loretta, let's kind of jump right into this specifically enough. And tell me specifically enough uh, a little bit about how you got your big break with MASH. How did that happen? Oh, I wish it was an exciting story. I was already doing uh, leads on television and, and really uh, important shows, the, the big shows of that era. Gunsmoke, one of the longest lasting hour programs, and a great, you know, Jim Arnaz, that whole, that whole set, the, the cast, and um, <clears throat> Millie Stone. Anyway, that. Maddox, Jim, uh, Mike Connors, very popular, very, very warm, wonderful actor. And um, Hawaii Five-O, I did about three of them. So so I was there, and um, <laughs> what did they say? We're there at the right time. Uh, it was a good time for me because this was going to be on CBS. I had just done a... Uh, a leading role on a new show with Glenn Ford called Cades County. And we did it at Fox and it was for CBS. So the people there involved uh, were not unfamiliar with me or my work, which was, which was wonderful because they were fans. And so when, when the uh, show, the idea of the show and, and so forth came up, uh, I was, uh, the top of the list to, to meet with for the role. I was in Hawaii with Jack Lord. I was doing a two-part Hawaii show, and uh, I missed all the kind of clap and hubbub that you know about the show. They saw, I've told hundreds of uh, people, women, and um, when I came back, I was it was sort of at the tail end of casting. I remember my... Uh, I here's a piece of trivia. I was going to say, my agent said, have you seen MASH? And I said, no. And he said, oh, wonderful. Well, anyway, you know, but um, I, I, I never saw it. I hadn't seen the film and then I got the part. So I thought, well, I'm not going to see it now. You know, not, I don't want to see it now. And so I, I've never seen the film. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a really funny piece of trivia. Um, so I went up and met Gene Reynolds and Larry Gelbart. Um, none of us could have expected to be a part of the phenomenon that MASH has become, but I, I cause I think I would have been very nervous. <laughs> I think, I think I would have been very nervous, but I was not, I had fun. They were fun. Everybody was relaxed. There was no script. There was no 
script, you were going up for a job that wasn't created yet. <laughs> I said, it's, a, it's kind of getting a, a, an interesting sort of story now. But um, I there was nothing um, exciting or different. It was just going up to see these people about a job, so to speak. And then, and and they liked me. They, um, uh, my agent knew that I was strong up for the role, and we had an, um, a, a a film. We had an offer for a film at Universal, and the dates conflicted with the shooting of the pilot. So my agent called and said. Um, um, they, they should let him know as soon as they've decided because we have an offer that is a good one. It was a um, wonderful film. So um, um, they said, and when he made the call out of courtesy, Gene Reynolds took the call and said, this is amazing. We were just going to call you. We've decided to go with Loretta. And that was it. <laughs> I told you it wasn't a great story. It just, it, I went for a job and I got it. <laughs> so, uh, but I I do think um, I was uh, very very blessed by by um, um, being known uh, by not the network and the studio and uh, all all play all people considered all they all thought gee you know Loretta Swift would be great in this role or whatever they whatever they thought but I mean it was um, wow great you know. Well, that's fantastic. And I know I really enjoyed watching, you know, you and the rest of the crew on those shows over the years. Um, do, do you have any like fun stories? You know, I, I love to ask people, uh, you know, behind the scenes, you guys are acting, you probably have some great stories. What, what's one story that might stick out? Come on, rethink that question. 11 seasons with the bus and this, this great bunch of men. Uh, do I have any? Fun stories. Are you serious? Is that a serious question? It, it was serious. I, I asked for what's the one that sticks out the most in your mind, Loretta? What? Good, great. Every day was a fun story. <laughs> um, we were, were all then and now such close friends, family. It was a pleasure to go to work in quotes work, you know, you're doing what you love with people you care about <laughs> and you're working with people who are incredible. There it didn't come better than Larry Gelbart, for example. What a, what a talent Gene Reynolds with his wealth of experience. And so I can go on and on about people. They were just best, the best. You couldn't help, but uh, be infected by that doing your best work. You're working on material that you loved. You know, it was really um, a blessing. We, I, I've always called it the miracle of MASH in my, in my art book. Uh, I give a um, page to MASH and I, I have a beautiful lithograph that was given to us on the 10th year, the 10th uh, anniversary. And uh, we, it was a surprise. We did not pose for the painting, and um, and it's beautiful. And um, it's in my art book where I talk about the 
phenomenon that it became uh, just uh, and yet thinking back I remember the first couple of days when we were just meeting and getting together and so forth it was there was magic around I just everybody fell in love it was it was so beautiful to um, to be with people you loved every day and uh, and doing what you thought was a wonderful a wonderful show a wonderful job I remember Wayne one day said um, people say to him he said they say keep up the good work and he said Loretta I feel like I'm on a football team or something but um, the audience so appreciated uh, the the ensemble and and the work and the um, uh, the talent involved and I it was just uh, a miracle a beautiful little miracle. I, all of us feel that way, by the way. I'm echoing so many things that we have as a group discussed with interviewers. We all felt blessed by this happening. These particular people coming together at that particular time with those, those particular production values and those particular gifted writers. And, you know, it was, it was, uh, I call it the miracle of MASH. It's just, uh, and I and I feel strongly about that still, many years later. You know, and that's so interesting when you talk about the miracle of MASH. The show in general, it, it was so popular. What do you think made it so popular that, you know, the finals, final episode drew such an audience? What do you think made people talk so much about the show and you have so many fans from years and years. It just continues to live on, MASH. Uh, yes, it is. Um, uh, it has been passed on from generation to generation. So you start getting, um, uh, very soon afterwards, you start getting letters from children of children and children's children of children. And it keep and it continues. My mom, my grandma, my would always watch us and we would sit and watch the show and they'd say watch this watch this and so the grandparents and then the great grandparents uh, and it was like a torch getting passed along i call it um the global mash family but it really is it's uh uh globally so uh popular popular that revered revered and they feel about the cast, about the, those people, and I don't say characters because, you know, even though we were playing characters, they were real people in that situation. They just uh, relate to us. They, you know, when, when we finished the show, we'd get letters about what everybody thought would happen to each individual character on the show, and I think this would happen, and it, it, the our mail was just so beautiful. There were things that just um, should should have been published, you know. I mean, they're just beautiful things that people got from the messages in the show. And I think they tackled some very uh, innovative problems that, that hadn't been touched before. And at, at any rate, uh, there's just this one particular thing that I want to tell you about. And it was towards the end of the show, the last maybe weeks, we had a kind of big billboard where we started to tack up our mail so that everybody could share it. You know, if I got a piece of mail, <clears throat> it was to me, but it was about all of us. 
anyway, we wanted to share that with the cast. And so there was this one simple note and um, it read, dear MASH people, thank you. Thank you for the laughs and the tears. Thank you for letting me feel. And that said it for me. People felt they turn on the, the, the show and they didn't know what to expect. We were always a little bit of a surprise. They didn't know if they were going to laugh or cry or do both simultaneously, which is really a feat. And I just, uh, we, we all felt very close to our audience and it became family and it continues to this day. It did, the, the mail still reflects that. The autograph shows, Jamie and I attend a lot of the autograph shows and it is beautiful. The, the, their response talking about this, that, you know, that show and that they're still quoting this. It's, it's a, a family and it's a phenomenon. And I have to tell you, it's a beautiful way to live. To oh. hear those things from people, people, elderly people telling me how much I influenced their lives, how many nurses out there became nurses because of Margaret Houlihan, because being influenced by her, her ambition, her integrity, her power, her strength, her flaws, her humor, her all of it. And, it, and I speak for me, for my character, but everybody all the characters in the show, uh, my God, Jamie, people worship this man. I mean, it just is, and I cannot think of any other actors that who could have like, who could do Klingy, Klinger, or uh, uh, it, they were just, Bill Christopher, I used to tell Bill that his portrayal of Father Mulcahy, I was convinced that he actually brought people back to the church. You know, <laughs> he was just, he was the kind of priest you want to have. You want to feel like you meet him, you have a drink, and you can talk to him, you can tell him this, that, or the other thing about yourself without feeling that it was a, quote, confession. You know, he was just uh, remarkable. And uh, and I felt that way. Gary Burgoff, gosh, that... You know, he was married with children when he's doing radar. And, and I always thought I was talking to a little kid. <laughs> he just was, he was little radar and young and the youngest, the baby. And, the, and um, he was always, always in character in a, a shoot with the six of us, let's say. Uh, there was an expression that Robert Wise used for shooting Julie Andrews. He said, are you doing a crowd scene? When in doubt, cut to Julie. Because she was 150% always there. You know, not saying anything or doing anything, but she, and that was, that was Gary Burgo. He's just so total. Yeah. Whether he was fixing his glasses or his little radar cap, he was never out of character on that set. It was just... Is amazing, and that, and I can, I have little stories like that about each of those people that I that I worked with, and they, they're just 
so special, Alan and Mike, and 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 then of course the people we lost were body blows. I mean, Harry Morgan. If you had to say to the cast when we were flying, uh, who? Okay, we know you all love each other, but who's your favorite? Come on, who's your favorite? We wouldn't have any problem about that. Everybody would say Harry. Mm. Everybody would say Harry. I know they would, uh, and because. He was everything to all of us. He was father, he was priest, he was confessor, he was colleague, he was, I mean, and of course his acting chops. He could he could turn you from laughter to tears in a, in a second. That was his thing, his trade. This is what he did. And uh, remember we did a, a show about um, an oath that he and his comrades from World War One had made they had a bottle of hundred year old brandy and they passed it from one to the other as they demised and he comes back to mash after uh, being in tokyo and he has this box with him and he invites invites us into his tent to toast his fallen comrades now there's harry of a certain age, of an incredible experience in the era of movie making. He had done 110 movies, black and white mostly, and mostly classic movies. I mean, he just was, his, the, the list of movies that, that he was in, these, and, and all of these great familiar actors, the, the, you know, the Henry Fondas and the John Howdyaks yeah. and the, this incredible resume. He had done something like seven or eight television series. So his wealth of, of being was with us. He was like a treasure. He was a, a treasury. And, that, that, uh, and his humor. I can tell you, Mike Farrell, <laughs> we were all in Harry's office. It was the last shot of the day. <laughs> and Harry was his inimitable self making us laugh so hard. And Mike was lying on the floor with tear, tears rolling down his cheeks. I mean, it, it, it just, you had to be there. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, and this was, so when you say, do you have any, uh, any little funny stories or something, you know, we have Loretta, you, Loretta, you nailed it. You nailed it with some stories. <laughs> now, Greg, what are your memories of MASH growing up watching it? Well, <laughs> just enjoying it every day, which was great. I, I got to see it when it was airing and I got to see the reruns, you know, later in college. Um, so it was just always there, you know, what, especially in college, you know, I always had the TV on, we'd go to the dorm and it was just always playing. So it was just always, always kind of like having a home away from home, if you would, because it was something that was very familiar and very comfortable growing up, you know, that, that I enjoyed watching with my, uh, my siblings and, and my parents. Um, so very fond memories about it. The thing about the memories, when, like, for example, your experience, Greg, you were watching it, re-watching it, you had a different experience from the first time because you were now revisiting with a family member or an old, old friend or or, or that gal that you had a crush on growing up. But our, our revisiting was like going back to see an old friend 
And that's why this kind of um, family thing, this familial uh, global mesh family, um, people have memories attached to the experience of watching the show that is so, so incredibly touching and moving and in some cases um, influencing as, as in getting a job of being a nurse because they admired nurses in MASH or, you know. Uh, I had um, a letter, it was quite early in the run too, from a woman uh, who said that uh, her dad uh, left them kind of early in his li- in her life and, and her mother had nothing. And her mother worked two jobs and uh, had very little time left over and when she was home, was pretty tired from working all day and part, partly into the evening. And, and so she said, uh, Mom did her best, but uh, you became my big sister when I watched this show. And uh, I became a nurse. I'm married now happily with kids who watch the show with me. So, uh, and it, but the, she, 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 she had a touch of the poet. I'm only telling you the story, but she wrote a beautiful letter about feeling that she could go to MASH, go to the four symptoms because it was her safe place. She called it her haven, her safe place. She felt comfortable with the people, her family. It became her ersatz family, you know, and so, and and those thoughts reflect themselves in so many pieces of mail. This feeling I could go there and be safe. I could go there and feel comfortable, laugh, cry. Yeah, you know, uh, cry or tears, not necessarily negative. Sometimes that is the outpouring of uh, outpouring of of great um, emotion and, and positive emotion, good feelings. And um, that's, that's quite an exchange that we had with our audience and continue to have. It can be seen, as it was like that old joke, somewhere, let's have a drink, it's early, now. Nah, somewhere the sun is going down over the yard arm. Well, somewhere, <laughs> as we're talking right now, somewhere, Mash is on the air, oh. and somebody is watching it and feeling they've gone home to the old neighborhood and seen old friends. And you know, it's uh, it's it's a very special, glorious yeah. happening. All right, Loretta, you're going to unveil a new jewelry at the International Gem and Jewelry Show to raise money for animal charities in. Uh, Dulles Expo Center on Friday, May 19th to Sunday, May 21st. May 19th, 2021, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not, um, it's not a line, uh, and um, it's my, chari- my charity. And mm-hmm. yes, uh, uh, the name of my charity is Sweetheart Animal Alliance. Alliance is the operative word there, so I... Um, Every, all the monies that, that come in from the art book, I have my second printing of the art book, which contains, I think, something like 70 
paintings of mine, watercolors. And um, the sale price is, uh, it depends. If you're getting it on online, it's $60. Well, uh, that money to the penny goes into the treasury of Sweetheart Animal Alliance, as does photographs that I sign or whatever that I'm signing. Um, the jewelry, and the same will apply. My perfume, which is um, a rounded a bottle that is, they call it a glide. It, it glides on your, your pulse. You, it's a glider. And it's, I'm very proud of it. I love it. I wear it. I, I, I wouldn't try to sell something that I didn't love or use or wear, you know. Uh, and so uh, the perfume will, will be there. It's Sweetheart, and it's available again online at my website, as is the book and now the jewelry. It's, it's I think, going to go further and maybe develop into a couple more items. At the moment, uh, the necklaces are making their big debut at the gem show. Excellent. And people at the International Gem and Jewelry Show are dear friends. There's another one of my families, and uh, they're very proud about uh, presenting my uh, my jewelry, my my necklaces. And um, there will be a ring, and there will be matching earrings. So those are coming. There, it's a it's a development as as the needs for the animals of our planet that they develop their needs and. But we have had major successes too. But it covers all all animals, all sentient beings, because it's not just the little lap dog. It is the farm animal, and it is our service dogs. And, and one of my alliances helps bring them back from Afghanistan, for example, and they go into a place for recycling in Texas also, again, an alliance. And and we need money to do all this. We need facilities to help them. They come back with PTSD. People don't realize yeah. that it's, it's going to be the same for that animal. We're animals. We, we, we have the same experiences. And uh, only we can help them too or do something about helping them but look what they do for us they go out there save lives uh the search and rescue dogs are part of my my alliance these 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 teams these wonderful guys and girls who take their 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 uh, searchers out their their wonderful animals and go into all the um crisis areas of the world and sniff out people buried under earthquake and or in fires or you know uh, they're remarkable yeah. remarkable people and or beings the dogs and, and the people the teams they're remarkable so i can go on and on yeah. but just recently the guide dogs of israel are my alliance also i got a beautiful picture of a a young man who was hugging his dog, Michelle, her name is, and he was thanking me and my alliances for making that possible. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I And now I have a friend and I can see the light through her. And how do I thank you for, in a, a part, the quote was, do you know the impact you all have made on my life? Well, wow. 
you know, it doesn't get better than that, that, that this group of activists have helped this man in a country we won't go to necessarily or ever meet him necessarily. And we have impacted his life in a way that is miraculous. So, so um, that's what I'm all about with the charity. So my charity is with our uh, Animal Alliance and, and of, of that alliance. And all of this is in the art book. At the last page, uh, we have a list of the people I help live. Why do we, like MSPCA, two of my rescues that I live with now are from the uh, MSPCA. So so it's um, a wonderful, breathtaking, terrific energy Fantastic. that we have brought to rescue, placement, helping, changing, make, making things better. You know, so I'm, I'm very, very proud of the charity. Oh, my. I'm just. Oh, I'm so, yeah, I'm proud of you for sure, Loretta, what you've been able to accomplish. Greg is a huge animal lover. Uh, is not true, Greg, with what you do for animals as well? Oh, what's That's, it is true. It is true. I, I do love animals. No, but very, you, very, you've done some raising money too. <laughs> so tell us about how you've helped raise money for animals, Greg, with your dad, with your dog. I'm sorry, Neil. I, I, you broke up. What'd you say? No, I said you've helped raise money for animals or with for for dog um, with your dog, right? With specific causes with your dog, using your dog to help raise money. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we've gone on TV a bunch of times together. Um, so I, I currently, I, I have two dogs right now. I have German Shepherd Teddy, uh, who's just an amazing dog. is is the most gentle and most amazing German wow. Shepherd I've ever had, and I've had had a few, and. Uh, people just take to him. So, um, you know, my sister has uh, a couple of Dobermans that are grand champions and, you know, hers, we take to hospitals, uh, to kids, you know, to help them oh, at the yeah, cancer wards. And working dogs in hospitals. Yeah. My mom, my mom was at the motion picture home in California and twice a week, uh, a mob, if you will, a herd would come in with their handlers and these dogs they'll, they'll jump on your lap they're, somebody's in a wheelchair you know, jump on your lap and they're licking their faces and i have to tell you the ama have have confessed that this is an irreplaceable medicine they can't do as well with a pill or a drop of medicine these dogs come in and give the love to these people unconditionally you get licked and, and loved and that's it's uh, that's great yeah and so it's time for everybody in my charity so that we think it's time to start giving back oh it's well past time and i'm not saying it's uh that we just thought of this idea but uh you know um the care and, and enlightenment, really, the, the plight of animals it is, is not a recent thing, but it's been growing and growing. And now it's gotten to a place where we really, really understand yeah. uh, how, we, how we can help each other. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Greg has a final question he asks all of our celebrities. Go ahead, Greg, with your question. Yeah, Loretta, it's, it's been a real pleasure uh, speaking with you and getting to know you a bit. Um, but Loretta, for everyone... Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us, what do you feel is the most important thing you've ever learned? To reach out and take care of each other. I would have to say 
uh, and 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 uh, I think I was also affected by how the nurses do this, how our medical people do this, how our firefighters do this. I mean, I, the most important thing, I, I really, that in my heart and soul, that the women and men, men out there in this world are my brothers and sisters. I'm going to love them and take care of them as best I can. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to do what I can to make everybody's life as as great as it can be, as as easy and, and happy and, and wonderful as life can be. Life, our life is the greatest gift we have. Let's let's enjoy it, love it, live it to to its fullest, but in the best possible way that we can. And uh, and I think reaching out and helping each other and, and knowing that, knowing that everybody is a brother and a sister and i know that sounds very kind of um evangelical but in the truest sense of the word where, where i get uh, i tell you about the male who feels their family but we are we are a global family and we need to implement that reach out and help each other love each other be good to each other and make the whole place better and great you know Absolutely. we can't do it we can we can do it i have seen it i have lived it i i know it's a fact and and i i think that's probably in too many words but that was that would be the one thing overall that we have we have such power to do that we, we appreciate can do it. i appreciate it, loretta thanks again everyone needs to check out the information uh, about the event at intergem.com. I appreciate it so much, uh, Loretta, for you stopping by. Oh, thanks so much. And I hope everyone who hears our message comes to see, a, see me at the GEM show. And and I'm also, I'll be appearing at an autograph show with Mr. Farr, with Mr. Famous Jamie Farr. And that is in Philadelphia coming up the first weekend in May. Right. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of my family. Right. My global family is going to be in my life very shortly. Thank you, Loretta. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Loretta. All You're right, well. guys. That was Celebrity Interviews. You too. That was Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Take care, guys.